The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Hi, it's Doc Thompson to tell you about a wonderful book available in paperback and in stores for the first time, The List by legendary best-selling author J.A. Conrad. It plunges you into a twisted conspiracy that runs deep into the very heart of the American government. Ten strangers, each with a mysterious tattoo, a top-secret past, and connections to a famous historical figure. But that's not all they have in common. They're being hunted. Grab your copy of The List by J.A. Conrath at a local Walmart or bookseller. Visit jaconrath.com for more info. The Politically Incorrect Guide to Immigration, an America First Manifesto. How are you, sir? Okay, how are you doing today? Uh, doing well. Good to have you in town. Are you uh, in uh, from Dallas? You're from uh, Texas? Eulis. Yeah, we're in, just down the road in Eulis. Just down the road. A Politically Incorrect Guide to Immigration, an America First Manifesto. Why do so few people understand the impact that illegal immigrants bring or have on America, the negative impact? Well, I think because it's been politicized, I think it's been, turned. You've been they've turned it into a, a hate thing where you are xenophobic if you if you try to try to solve the problem. So so I so one of the bigger problems is this idea of the demonization of the issue. Yeah, because we people know we know people do use this as a political football back and forth and they well, so you have a lot of moving parts to immigration, mm-hmm. a lot of moving parts. And then you have the political nature of it. There's People who want illegals here because they want them to be a member of their party. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to save you and set you free so you'll vote for me down the road and all of that. And then, like you said, the demonization. Yeah. Well, and the interesting thing is um, you, you almost mis- said the name. You, you almost said politically correct. Yeah, the politically and that's, incorrect. And, that, and that, it's true yeah. because a generation ago, it was politically correct a lot of these solutions. A lot of the Democrats mm-hmm. some of the, were, were saying exactly what is being said now. But now it's a horror. You know, you quote... You, you talked earlier about, um, for example, you talked earlier about the Tony Awards. Yeah. Alexander Hamilton wouldn't be allowed in. They have a musical about Alexander Hamilton. He wouldn't be allowed into his own musical because of his views on immigration. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You know, they, they would not let him in. because And he, and he immigrated yeah, from he, the Caribbean. Yes. Uh, he, was, he thought the notion of having, he knew we needed people, but he wanted the people who understood what America was about. Having a flood of people who didn't get that, he used the word poison. If you t- he would he would not he would like I said he wouldn't be allowed in his own musical. We've had we've had strict laws about immigration over the years and quotas. We allow a certain number of people from certain areas and countries, and those have always been kind of arbitrary to me. I know at a time at at times in America we allowed more more to immigrate from Europe because we wanted to keep a basic racial makeup and religious makeup. Um, other uh, other parts of it seem pretty arbitrary. It's not about that for me. I don't care where you're from, what you look like, your race, your gender. If if a hundred years from now America was primarily Asian or black or whatever, I care not as long as the people get the basic idea and concept of freedom and America's founding. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's very true. And one thing Hamilton said, which is which was beautiful, he used a phrase. We use the phrase melting pot. But, you know, you, you, you're talking food. Thanks, I started to sure. diet. Thanks for talking all about food <laughs> while I just started to diet. That was, that was almost, that was torturous. I mean, but you might as well waterboard me. But, uh, but, yeah, we talk about melting pot. You can throw anything into a pot, and, but, it, but it won't be good. Right. He, talk, he used a phrase, which I love, love, love. He used the phrase harmony of ingredients. Interesting. And 
what do you think when you think of a harmony of ingredients? You think of you do think of different spices mixing mm-hmm. together, but mixing together in a way that works to make it better. Right? It was a beautiful phrase. They should make another song about that one. So I have, um, if I look at immigration, I think it comes down to three main pieces. And when dealing with our immigration issues mm-hmm. today, you have first of all security, border security, and, and I would say in this order of priority. Um, security. We have border. We need to make sure that people coming to America are not seeking to do us harm. We have been attacked at times on our own soil. We know this. So first and foremost, separate border security. Let's make sure the borders are secure in in whatever way we can. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure they're secure. Number two, you have the legal immigration system, which I am fairly familiar with. My wife just became a naturalized citizen. I have a little bit of knowledge of this. It is a cesspool of twists and turns and laws and government bureaucracy and expenses. And then third, you have the question of what to do with those people who came here illegally or were brought here illegally that currently reside in America. Would you say those are the three main components? Yes. And security, definitely. I used to work for a counterterrorism expert. And so the more you know about that, the more the idea that we have to secure the border becomes very important. And not just securing the border with the physical wall. We're also talking about people who overstay visas. That's where some of the 9-11 terrorists came from. We had something like 750,000 people two years ago who overstayed their visas. 750,000. That's what? Seven cotton bowls full of people. Yeah, you're right. That's how you have to look at it. Most of us can't comprehend And so that's a problem. We don't think of that because we think of the people... you know, sneaking through the rivers and climbing over fences. We right. don't think of people flying into JFK and just staying. staying. You know, yeah. so we need to. It's like your brother-in-law, right? <laughs> right, your mother-in-law. No, they yeah. came for a couple of days and then they, they just stayed. They just stayed. Yes, that's right. Yes, I I know. Uh, yeah, so that that's def- you are cur- you're definitely on that one. And the other issue you did talk about, which you said was the complication. We do need to simplify it. I mean, a way to I like to look at it is. And I believe America kind of would coalesce around this idea. There's, there's a gate. There's a path to the gate. Right now, the path is kind of like this, but we're asking you to stay on the path. We'll work. Let's work to make the path straighter so you get to the gate, and beyond the gate is the American dream. So and I, th- I think most Americans, even those that are, are strict when it comes to illegals and want strong immigration laws, understand that. Most Americans have been painted improperly by people on the left as as xenophobes or we just don't want people from other countries that is the farthest thing from the truth most of the people that i know most of the people that listen to this broadcast most of the people that i've spoken to over the years um, because of the shows i do at tea party events whatever they are so passionate and pro legal immigrants Mm -hmm. and immigration they're being done a disservice amen there when you write a book like the politically incorrect guide. Even, even the title kind of is right. You know, it's gonna is gonna be provocative. But when you're writing it, you have to think, like in my case, of my grandparents. They're like on this shoulder over here. We have to do them right. Mm-hmm. What, what did they do? What did they bring? How did they do it? But also, were they immigrants? Is that what yes, you're mm-hmm. Yeah, from Italy. But also, you have to think of the the ones who might be in the villages where they came from right right now who want to be Americans. Mm-hmm. You have to create the system so that so that when they come, it works. Right now, when you have so many people coming in, you get this log jam, and it, it depresses wages. It, it, it doesn't allow that flow. One of the things that happened in the, the 20th century, in the 1920s, was they, they, there's immigration reform that really cut back on the number of people who could come in. What happened? All those millions of people who had come in the years before, 
they they were Americanized. They brought they they were gradually able to be assimilated. And what happens? They gave birth to the greatest generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we we need to look in that sense too. Even if when somebody says, "Oh, you're being you know xenophobic. You don't want immigration because you're wanting to cut back." No, we're trying to make the system work for the future. So that we have a next gener- greatest generation that comes along. So then you have the what to do with the illegals that are here. So secure the border, I think. Yeah. First of all, second of all, deal with the legal immigration system. Uh, the twists and turns make it more simple. And then third, finally, let's go ahead and separate all of these. Let's deal with the illegals that are here. Uh, the kids who are brought here, they didn't do anything wrong. They're still here, mm-hmm. but they didn't. It's it's. It's like me uh, handing Chris a gun and he's unable legally to own a gun because he's a felon. Yeah. And he ha- I hand it to him. He didn't take it. I just tossed it to him. Okay, now I got this. Yes, he's in possession at that moment. Mm-hmm. He's doing something wrong by possessing a gun illegally, but through no fault of his own. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to punish him for that. So I can give on those kids. I'm willing to negotiate on them and say, you're right, of course. But the illegals that are here that came here, Al, I can't, I can't give on that. Yeah. Yeah, we, 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 we can't do the citizenship. We can't do the amnesty. We saw what happened in the 80s. They gave, they gave the amnesty and didn't get the security. It was one of Reagan's biggest mistakes. Right. Next, next re- to starring with the monkey, it was one of the biggest mistakes. <laughs> right. No, right. Well, and I even understand how we got there when people are saying, hey, let's just, just make these ones legal. We got this problem. It'll be done with. And then moving forward, mm. we'll be all set. I know it's... It's not very palatable, but just sign it. We're done with it. We'll give them amnesty, and then moving forward, we'll do it right. And they didn't do it right. And one thing I like about your book is you you also talk about the Reagan's uh, amnesty population that went from 3.2 mm-hmm. million mm-hmm. to Two? 11 million. Huh. That, yeah, that's, that's probably people low. people forget that. They're like, oh, Reagan, 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 but... No, no, that's one of on, his man. So let's talk some of the specifics in there. How many people uh, got amnesty under Reagan's 1986 amnesty? It's about three. About million? Three million. Yeah. And the idea was at the time, um, we've got problems, but if you sign this, we'll just deal with it. It's impalatable. Uh, but moving forward, then at least it'll all be clean and we can we can be done with this. That's not what happened. No. No, because the element of the security what that was supposed to be put in place was not put in place. So the flood was able to continue. Huh. The, pre- the pressures that were, would have been on businesses to not hire legals, <laughs> that pressure was taken off. So, so they're still willing to hire illegal immigrants, your number blows up. They knew they can come in without punishment, bada bing. So you go from, what, 3 million in during Reagan's day. So 3 million we made legal in 86. It came. 32 years later now, uh, now they're somewhere between 11 and 25 million, depending upon the numbers you believe, but at least 11 by their own yeah. count, uh, the left's own count, in now. So all you did was give them an inducement, mm-hmm. right? You tempted them. Come on over here. We've already made other people and didn't put in security. Yeah. Okay. That and that and the idea, even after that experience, that there's some folks who would still want to do that again mm-hmm. is, is lunacy. But again, it's not lunacy if your idea, like you were talking earlier, is to increase your democratic roles. Right. If you, exactly. If you got something like eighty percent of the people. Smart yeah. For 80, them. Yeah. Well, something like eighty percent of the people from Latin America kind of hold to the democratic wow. notion of government support. So yeah, sure. So even if you want amnesty, unless you are for open borders that we're going to do this again down the road, uh, security still has to be first. Yeah, It has to be. You have to solve the problem of why people are coming. 
And unfortunately, something that's been missed is part of the reason they're coming is because it's attractive, right? Sure. If, it, if you have a better quality of life here, operating in the uh, what they say in the shadows, mm-hmm. why would why wouldn't you take that opportunity? If if especially if you're getting the benefits, one thing that we forget is back in the day of our, our grandparents, a gener, you know, back in the early part of the 20th century, if they were not supposed to be public charges, they you signed a document when you came in that you were not going to be on the on the public rolls. Right. We still have that. We just don't enforce it. But back then, if people didn't make it, they went back. You had in one. Th- there's one period of time where more people from Italy were going back to Italy than were coming. Because they weren't making it. Because they weren't making it. We don't have that anymore because there's so many benefits to be to be had here. Right. Exactly. It's not even a question. How can people find your book? Ooh. Well, you can get it on Amazon.com. You okay. can also get it on um, Barnes & Noble, Barnes & Noble mm-hmm. websites and other other fine places where books are sold and probably some places that aren't so fine. But anyway, that's where you can get it. Amazon.com. We'll uh, we'll tweet out a link to it. It's the Politically Incorrect Guide to Immigration, an America First Manifesto. Al Parad is the co-author. Appreciate you joining us in here. Oh, thanks for having me on. I, Luke, send a message to all those that follow our Lord Jesus Christ. From Affirm Films comes Paul, Apostle of Christ, now on DVD and Blu-ray. There are men, women, children that will never meet you. There must be a handwritten account of your acts. Their faith challenged an empire. Do you really know about these Christians? I am concerned with these documents. Their words change the world. Love is the only way. Paul, Apostle of Christ, starring Jim Caviezel. Available now on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.